Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hi, Niall, says somebody here, and this is an interesting story. I'm curious about what's being done to tackle the COVID payment fraud. I know a couple who recently moved back to their home country and continue to take the COVID payment, €700 euro a week between the two of them. I, I told them that I disagree and that they are stealing, uh, but they don't care. Uh, they can live like kings on this payment in their home country. And can I point out the person who wrote this email, by the way, has a bit of a foreign name, so I'm assuming they're from the same country. Anyway, the couple who share we share a house with are now planning on doing the same thing. One of them actually intends to ask her boss to lay her off so she can claim this payment and return home. Again, they know I, I strongly disagree with what they're doing. My partner thinks we should report the two of them to the revenue. Uh, that, well, it'll be the social welfare. Actually, no, it's the revenue isn't looking out for COVID. Yeah, the revenue. Uh, they're stealing and we will be paying the bill for COVID for a very long time. I work in healthcare and I see huge sacrifices people are making every single day in our country. And uh, in, in our country, like so many others, is being emotionally and financially crippled. And we don't know the fut- what the future will bring and what it will cost. And yet these two couples, our friends, laughingly and happily rub their hands together and take what they can and run. What should I do? A listener. So should the listener report the person to the Department of Social Welfare or to the Revenue Commissioners. Now, can I be clear and say, by the way, it's not just foreigners that are scamming the COVID payment. I have heard many stories of people who are praying uh, that this continues as they're part-time workers, for example, and the COVID payment actually gives them more money. Also, many people who were let go uh, got COVID payment and I know people back at work again working for cash and still getting paid for the COVID payment because it's not checked. You don't even need to sign on for it. But I won't argue that there are and there is a problem with thousands living abroad and still claiming this payment. It is being scammed widespread. The only answer, I imagine, would be to insist that people sign on every few weeks. But some people who are genuine say that would stigmatise people as being unemployed per se. Now, by the way, just in relation to it, social welfare, you must go into your own, if you're on, say, job seekers, you have to go into an NGO centre or social welfare branch usually every month. Uh, to declare you're still unemployed and looking for work or you'll be given a date and a time to sign on each month if you live more than 10 miles, by the way, it's a bit longer, etc., etc. And people over 62 don't need to sign on every month. But should the PUP payment, should people on PUP, which seems to be the most widely scammed payment in the country, should they have to sign on every three weeks to stop the scamming? I know that would punish those who are innocent and genuinely just out of work at the moment, but we are losing money hand over fist because somebody and a lot of people are scamming the payment because it's not being checked. You just apply for it, you get it, it's put in your bank account every month, happy days, 350 quid, I'll move back to Poland, I'll move back to Germany, I'll move back to France, wherever I happen to be from, and sure nobody even knows, it's just put in my bank account every week. Nobody checks, nobody updates it, it's just paid constantly. So I'm asked the question, should the PUP payment recipients have to sign on, even once a month, should they have to sign on? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Uh, Donal, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Donal? Uh, how are you doing, Niall? I mean, I, I, everybody knows that the COVID payment is being scammed by a lot of people because yeah. th- there's no checks and balances on it. You know, And I understand from the governmental point of view, it was kind of rushed in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, would signing on be, be wrong? Well, the first thing I want to say, and I, I just I, I, I bear quickly on this, you had a discussion yesterday about the teachers. 
Nobody has ever mentioned school bus drivers. And I, I, I've never heard it mentioned by teachers on the media or anything. And I think it should be mentioned because I'm a school bus driver and nobody seems to mention us. Like. So okay. I just want to make that point. And are you, and uh, by the way, do, well, 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 just very quickly, in relation yeah. to the school bus, uh, do they, they're all meant to wear masks on the bus. I'm assuming they don't always wear them, do they? No, they don't, Niall. But like a school bus driver, and I, I, I explained this to them, one person said to me, oh, you should make sure that they have their masks on. I said, listen, I said, when people get on my coach or bus, I ask them to put on their belts and now put on your masks. Once the wheels start turning in that bus, I concentrate on one thing and one thing only. Driving the bus. Driving the bus. Yeah, of course. Exactly. But, like, I've heard numerous of teachers come on and say, oh, every single person is put at risk. You're put at risk, I'm put at risk the very minute you walk out the door. Yeah, well, that's and it. it. I, I would agree. I would agree yeah. completely. And now, and of I course, well, the latest is now yeah. the sanitary products because yeah. now, the Department of Agriculture has said they're perfectly safe. They're yeah. just not licensed. It's a different type of licensing ah, yeah, system. Yeah, so another excuse to moan it again. Is, now, it is getting a bit much, to be honest with you. I get into my bus one in the morning and I take kids to school, secondary school, kids to school, and I'm quite happy to do it. It's, in some small way, I, it's good for my head as well. I'm out doing a bit of work and whatever. So And, and people need to just cop on. Stop looking for claps on the back. Stop looking for everything else like that. Just go away and do your job. Mm. No, I agree. I agree with you. Okay, but getting yeah. getting back to the COVID payments. And by the way, somebody texted in and says, Niall, there's at least three people on my road who don't live yeah. in the country anymore, or who did obviously live on this road, who don't live in the country anymore and are claiming COVID payments. And I know they are because I know one of them quite well and still keep in touch yeah. with them. Yeah. Well, Niall, I'll just say this to you. These people, are dead, they're dead right in what they're saying. You should, I think the COVID payment was a very generous payment. Extremely generous, I thought it was. And I, 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 was I wouldn't agree with you. I wouldn't agree well, with you. Not for genuine people. I wouldn't. I, I think 350 euros for thousands and thousands of people was generous. Now, now that's not backing up the outrageous and disgusting wages that our government and judges and civil, senior civil servants are getting. I understand all that. But when you take thousands of people in one lump sum getting 350 euros... Yeah, I but, but don't, I, I don't, no, I don't agree with you because for the yeah. majority, the vast majority of people, not, yeah. all, not all of them, obviously, um, it was a lot less than they were being paid. It wasn't... Course, the, it wasn't yeah. they, they didn't lose their jobs. The government yeah. put the government put them out yeah. of work. Now, so the government have a responsibility to people. Now, I was put out of work. I know, I, I know you were. I, I estimated it. I do tours for German people. I lost the one to 20,000 euros. Yeah, I've lost... But, by the way, can I just point out, I've yeah. lost a lot of money. Because, because I used to do, you know, a bit of British television and yeah. stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, I, I very little TV appearances because panel shows now are reduced. Yeah. Um, apart from anything else, I've got a reduction in pay here at Classic Hits because independent radio in itself has been suffering. Yeah. So we've all taken a hit. But, but now so I, we're I, all, you know, we're all suffering. But I have to be honest, I, the 350 euros was, a, was, a, was, a, was some bit of a help to me. It really was. Of course it was, yeah. Now, now what I want to say, Niall, is I think... What would be wrong in signing on once a week for this payment? Because if you were working, you'd have to go into work. Well, yeah, but, but but hang on. Even on the dole, you don't sign on once a week. No, so, because it's an administration nightmare. Because you don't want large crowds and lines of people signing on once a week. Sure. How many people are on COVID payments well, in this country? About four or well, 500,000 well, at this see, stage. Now, it's, it's not good enough. And it's, the, and it's the left that's going to use this argument. We can't stigmatise people. And they'll say it's a very small minority that, that's scamming the system. It's not a very small minority. And we have to, and, and it, we have to get away from this crap. No, that, no, there is. A, I mean, there is a lot of people scamming, and there's also yeah. those who are working, say, one day a week. Somebody told me the yeah. other day they know a lad who was working four hours on a Sunday, yeah. and all he was getting was sixty quid. He's now on a COVID payment. No, I can tell you now, just from bus companies, they can't get drivers to come back to do school runs. They can't get drivers to come back to do school runs because they're on a COVID payment. 
the, because they're on the COVID payment. And uh, my school run-ins, I do a couple of hours in the morning, I do a couple of hours in the evening. Now, I'm down 50 euros. I'm down, I'm down exactly 49 euros a week. Yeah. But I'm happy to get out and do the work because I'm doing something. Yeah, it's hard to get people to get back to part-time jobs because the because COVID I, payment I, is equally as attractive. I, Niall, my son, he's back to work now, but he was an apprentice electrician. He was on 250. He went up to 350 a week for sitting at home. So thankfully I reared him in the sense, don't get used to free money because it won't last. You know I mean? I, I'm looking I, here, by the way, the latest news, yeah. almost 300,000 people will receive the pandemic unemployment payment this week, which is yeah. an increase of more than 50,000 la- in the last seven days. And Niall, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, a lot of money. Well, and yeah, they worked it out at one, one over the six-week period of level five. It works out yeah. at one point three billion or something like that. Like, yeah. like that billion, but billion, by the way, that's just this, this period. <laughs> Nile, I can't believe last year that we were whinging on the show and other shows about the, about the Crumlin Hospital. The most money is costing. I know. You know what I mean? Oh, that that's in the halfpenny place that, now. Yeah, that was the biggest thing you could be talking about. That it went into the it went over the. Well, by the way, by the way, just in relation to Crumlin Hospital, you know? I believe the figure has doubled on that again. By the way, can oh, I just yeah, put, yeah. But look, the government the government are in this. Economists reckon by the time we yeah. get to next year's tax returns, because a lot of businesses, we won't see that hit till next year, till they do the tax returns next year, right? Yeah. Economists reckon we're in this for about 80 billion so far. That puts what happened in 2009 and 2010 with paying back the bondholders, the banks and everything else, yeah. that puts that in the halfpenny place because that was only 47 billion or something like that. So. The only good thing about this, Niall, is the two good things is the whole world is in, is, is in on it. Oh, know, but they'll run out of money eventually, you know what I mean? And two, austerity won't work, won't get us out of this one. And they know that. Like. No, no, I know that. Well, well, I, well now, don't count your chickens because I can no, tell no, you now there will be austerity. But, but okay, but getting getting because it has to be paid back, even if it's at zero percent interest, it has yeah. to be paid back. But get but getting back to the the put payment, right? So you believe they should be signing on every week. So what about innocent Joe out there or Mary who genuinely has lost her job, was genuinely on about six or seven hundred before, is now on three fifty and waiting to go back to work, and they're saying, well, now forget me to sign on in a dole office or intrio office. That's stigmatizing. Well, Niall, I'll put this at you. I was on it, and I wouldn't have minded going in once a week because I was getting three hundred fifty euros, and if somebody wants to take. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you feel like you're begging for it, you know no, what I mean? I wouldn't feel it. No, I wouldn't feel like I'm begging it at all. I think I feel like I'm getting something that I paid for years through my tax. I went That's into a dole office once, going back, uh, I was 19 or 20 years of age. They didn't give me yeah. that because my dad worked in the airport and he earned yeah. too much money. But I remember going in, and when you walked, it was Gardner Street. And when you walked yeah. in, you could walk in in an Armani suit and have 50 bats, and you still yeah. felt like a pauper because you were begging for money. And it was it was a horrible feeling. And I know, I, I understand how people feel, genuine yeah. people feel when they have to do that. I'm sure those were used to it, and those who've been doing it all their lives don't give a shite. Yeah. But the genuine people, I know how they feel. But no, if you're not going to do the once a week thing, in this modern age, are you telling me like that there's no way you can check if somebody is living in this country or not? Well, well the like, listen, they tried to do that going back about, oh, at the start, in, in the middle of the first lockdown. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the people that were heading out of the country and the Dublin airport wanted to link up the DAA with, with the yeah. social welfare? Ah, sure, the you know, people before profit, I think it was, said, ah, you oh, can't yeah. be doing that. You can't exactly. be doing that. But that's my point. They're going to come on. I mean, I think even if you're on the dole, you shouldn't be allowed to go on holidays. If you, and go on holidays if you want, but your payment stops while you're gone. But mo- in, in most countries, including the UK, if you yes. go on holidays, you have to sign off. Yes, and I think that's very right, because you're saying that I'm available for work. And let's not forget, the COVID payment is the same thing. You cannot work. So you're, okay, so what you're saying to me is, 
It, and by the way, somebody mentioned to me yesterday, and I think it's a very fair point, that when they seen these polls of people who were happy enough for more lockdowns and more restrictions, they said to me, like, the people who are voting for that are either A, civil servants who are not affected financially by it, or public sector workers, or those, he said, unemployed, because people unemployed can still go on holidays. They don't really have to isolate for 14 days because they've no job to go back to anyway. And realistically, they haven't been financially affected by it at all. Because no, like, they're still getting the same amount of money they were getting before, if not more, maybe. I know people, and they're on the same money, and I know a lot of people just up a few quid on this COVID thing for sitting at home. Okay, so okay, so the, the, your argument is, at Dublin Airport, they should be taking PPP, people's PPS numbers and passing them on to the Department of Social Welfare and, Revenue. And, and if you're leaving the country, bye-bye, off you go, we're not going to stop you, but your payment stops when you come back into this country. Okay, fair point. Jason, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jason? Uh, Jason, there does there does seem to be a lot of fraud when it comes to the COVID payment, and there's no real way of checking on it. Yeah, there is. There's, there's always going to be fraud, uh, Noel. But you know, in fairness, I did initially come on here to agree with the point, which was if uh, people leave the country, you know, and and they're scamming it and they're still getting the payment, there should be some way of getting people to call to a to to a centre like one of the NGO centres, yeah. And, and, I mean, you can do it once a month just to verify that you're, you're in the country. And I don't think there's any stigma attached to that. You're basically, you're availing of a, of a payment. Even though it's true no fault your own, you're still availing of it. So there's no stigma there. But I'm listening to that last chap there, and he's talking about, he rambled off a bit about, you know, other stuff like if you're, you shouldn't be allowed to go on holidays around the doll and all I don't agree with that well, 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 well Jason it's a fair debate because we're one of the only countries who pay social welfare when you go on holidays yeah I understand that now, but everyone's entitled to a holiday now come on I mean can I make my point on that yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead because you're saying I'm rambling off if you're on the dole you're saying to the government that you're available for work so how are you available for work if you're living in Lanzarote? Yeah, and, I'm I not understand saying, and I'm not saying that everybody isn't entitled to a holiday. You are entitled to a holiday. But use your own money, not the taxpayer's money. You should right. be lying well, on the okay. Lanzarote and get it's free a fair money point, there. But I'm a taxpayer. Yeah. I've been a taxpayer all my life. Like I wouldn't myself. have any problem. I wouldn't have any problem with someone who's on the dole. They're genuinely looking for work. Now, I'm not talking about long-termers that live off the dole and, and, and never, you know, would never bother getting a job. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah, 100% um, yeah. stopped them, stopped that all. But I'm talking about someone who's found themselves out of work through no fault of their own and they genuinely seek a book and they had holidays booked. No way should they get their, their doll stopped in that Well, I, th- I think the majority of people is on the doll are long term. Well, not necessarily. Well, there's a lot of people I, well, on I the doll now. There is, there's a lot long term, not all. Yeah. Their own. Yeah. Well, hold on. The COVID thing now, people are on the doll now through, through no fault of their own. You know, yeah, I mean, look, it's a very different time now when it comes to unemployment, but let's go pre-COVID. Anybody who was unemployed back in November last year, let's say, pre-COVID, was unemployed because they wanted to be unemployed. Yeah, exactly, there was work yeah. out there and they didn't bother looking for yeah, it. Yeah, we, we had the lowest unemployment rate in history, for God's sake, up to November. I agree, I agree with that. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they should get stopped, whatever, get that all stopped if they're going away on holidays. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll, we'll stay there for a second. Oh, so you think uh, you don't see an issue with getting people to sign on at an intro office maybe every three weeks for the COVID payment? I'm lucky in the sense that oh, my company pays a work subsidy. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I'm able to work. So I'm, you're still I'm technically employed, yeah. I get yeah, you. so I'm lucky in that respect. I'm classed as essential construction. So um, we're retrofitting houses and stuff, you know, with insulation and stuff like that. It's, anyway, I'm 
in a lucky position and I feel for the people that have to, you know, that, that lost their jobs. But it was true enough all to their own. But I still don't see that there's a stigma attached to calling down to it. Because let's face it, if there was no COVID and they lost their job, they still have to call down. You call down to a centre and you just verify <laughs> who you are and then you're going away again. It's not Yeah, you deal. just show your driver's license or passport or whatever. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And they can do it in such a way to say, to, so that there's no queues, there's social distancing. There's, you're going into somebody who's behind the screen. There's not really an issue. You can do, Like the driving test, Noel, I'll give you a classic example. Do you remember the driving test used to be jam-packed? You know, and it was... You, you, you could, when I went to do my... Uh, sorry, get my driving license, down the DVLA places, you walked in and there was like you made an appointment online and there was two people ahead of you. There was yeah. no queues. There was no no anything. I never had any problem getting getting a getting a driving license. Yeah. As in, you know. Well, it's a six month waiting list now. Sorry. Six month waiting list now. Yeah, but they can work it in such a way that you, you know you call in and there's. You know, you can stagger it out and stagger I know, it out. I know. I, look, I, you see, you're dealing with a different breed of people when you're talking about people who work in different areas across the country. They're different types of people. And I suppose there are people out there, you know, who are getting paid either way, no matter how much work they're doing and no matter how awkward they make it and how difficult they make it for their employer. Okay, keep keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Stay there, lads, if you can. Uh, the number is 087 We got an email from somebody who knows of two couples uh, who are both come back to their home country. Somebody said something about Poland there, but they never mentioned in the email where they're from. Can you stop naming countries? It doesn't matter anyway. Um, he said they've gone back to their own country and they're still claiming the COVID payment and they're aware of this because they lived with one of the couples and one of the couples even suggested to her boss that they let them go on purpose so they could go back to their own country and they're still claiming a COVID payment. It's easy to do. And I'm not, I'm not encouraging people to do it, but there's no checks and balances when it comes to COVID payment apart from the initial application. And once you have a PPS number, once you can prove that you've been uh, let go from work because of the COVID or your business is closed, like in retail or whatever, you'll get your COVID payment and then nobody ever checks on it after that. Once the COVID payment is continued to be paid, which will probably be till next April, I imagine at this stage, uh, you're going to keep getting it put in your bank every week and nobody ever checks to see where you are. You could be anywhere. You could be gone back to Poland or Lanzarote or Tenerife or you could be living in on an island in Spain and you just get the money put in your bank account every week and people are saying this is really unfair and it's fraud and should be stopped. Okay, let me just go to Jer as well. Jer, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Jer? How you doing, Nick? You don't believe it matters where you are. Yeah, well, when it comes to the COVID payments, yeah, they're all a kind of different thing. But it, 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 the current situation, I see it as you're given six weeks and told, look, if you go home and stay at home for six weeks, we'll pay you. And then after six weeks, you go back to work. Yeah. So for the six weeks, it doesn't matter where you are. Well, depending on the job. So, you know, because we had yeah, level yeah, three yeah, and level two where some people were out of work from the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, look, the government have created this nonsense. Like they were in a rush to get everyone out of work and they just slapped this on top of everyone. But the way I would see it is, if, if they said to me, look, go home for six weeks, stay at home in six weeks, come back to your job, if your job is still there in six weeks, that's a, that's more of an agreement thing. It doesn't matter where you spend your six weeks then, whether you're here or in... Poland or Spain or, or whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter. Give them a brand Poland, just in case, like, you know? Yep. But, uh, but yeah, like, it, it doesn't matter. So you don't see the issue with people no, going home no to their own countries? No. But, more but, sh- but, but, yeah, but surely they should be claiming a payment in their own country then. If they're not here, they're not spreading the virus. Well, well that's, that's a fair point. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, we reduce the amount of people in the country, it's less people to spread a virus, I suppose. Well, I could have said he's missing the point. One, one of the reasons for paying the COVID payment was that we'd have money in the domestic economy. 
that's one of the biggest reasons for paying the COVID payment. Yeah, so that, that the domestic yeah. economy would survive, that people would be keep on spending money. You're no, not, I, I'm not finished. You're not helping the domestic economy if you're over and in your own country doing nothing. And the second point I want to make, if you're on the COVID payment, you're still saying that you're available for work. You're not available no, for you're work not. if you're no, not. You, oh, yes, you are. No, you're you not are. taking out of your job. You, no, you're still available for other work. You cannot what, work. What other work? You everyone cannot can't work. Do the, everyone can't do the same job. There is no job. Well, no, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily agree because if you're on a COVID payment from a particular job, it doesn't mean you've necessarily lost your job. Your job is just closed. And it will reopen again, hopefully. But Niall, if somebody else was to offer you another job while you're out of work in a, in a different job that you can do, you're, you'll be obliged to take that yeah, job. Yeah, but that see, capacity, no, that it's a simple, not there. That's why we no, have to. The, the that, capacity that, for other jobs isn't there. That's there's other absolute, jobs, that's what other people that, would do. That's absolutely bullshit to say that there's no other jobs there. There is loads no, of other I didn't jobs say, there. I didn't say there's no other jobs. I said there isn't enough jobs. Ah, there isn't. There isn't, Donald, with the greatest respect. At this very moment in time, there isn't loads of other jobs. We have a higher unemployment rate than we did back in 2010, for feck's sake. Okay, he but is there right, is jobs. He is right but, about putting the money back into the domestic. No, I know, I agree with yeah. you. And yeah, so that's the point he's making. But you think it's all right for them to piss off. Six weeks, when these people come back and they go back to work, they'll be still paying tax here. And they will be paying tax into our economy. It's only for the but they're, get, but they're getting the payment from this country, not their, not their yeah, own no, country. I, I don't they're getting it from this country. But, Jerry, you have to admit that the COVID payment, now don't get me wrong, the original job seekers payment and other payments that all have always been scammed in some way or another, right? But this particular payment, because it's not being checked apart from the initial application, um, it's been scammed more than any other payment. There's people who were on part time jobs at 50 quid a week are getting 350. No, I, you know I, what I mean? Do you agree with the, the scamming of it? But I, my point is just. For anyone who's legitimately entitled to this six weeks pub payment, it doesn't matter where they are when they're getting it. I don't think it matters where they are when they're getting it. If they're coming back and they're going to be back working here in six weeks' time, happy days. Let them off back to Poland or wherever they're going, like, you know? Okay, well, stay there a second, because Mark, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Mark? Hi, how are you, Niall? Well? Good, Mark. Uh, Mark, you're a taxi driver. Yeah. Okay, and are you back in work and getting the COVID as, as well as making a couple of quid? Because I know with taxi drivers now, you're allowed to earn a certain amount per month and get or the COVID as well. We're allowed to collect the COVID and we're allowed to earn something like 420, 480 euros a month. Oh, by the, okay. Can I ask you a question, by the way, because I'm a bit yeah. confused by that. Is it 420 yeah. gross or net? Um, I think it's gross. All right, okay. Not 100%, right? Okay, okay. Um, but the reality of it now, Niall, when you break that down, that's absolutely nothing. It's pittance, yeah, compared to what you would that have earned before pittance. COVID, yeah. Right, exactly, okay. So we were all doing pretty well and... Before the before this lockdown started, and then all of a sudden we went to nothing. And of course, in the very beginning, it was a bit of a laugh, a bit of a joke. We we're having a bit of fun and all that. But the reality is, well, what's happened now is certain industries are back working, certain industries have been stopped. So all the building sites are working, and people making deliveries are working, right? So get this right. I can't understand this. How is it that the Amazon uh, delivery driver can can deliver um, trainers and jackets and hoodies and all that kind of stuff, whatever he's delivering, right? But gun stores can't sell clothes. Because it's the idea, well, according to Minister English, or the, the Minister for State, should I say, um, Damien English, uh, the, the point is that they don't want people browsing. 
They don't want people hanging around okay. shops. So we don't know how many people have touched that package in Amazon. I know. And by, the, by the way, I oh, agree with you. So I, I completely agree. With you. People should yeah. be allowed to go in and buy a jacket if they want to. So or jumper like or yourself, I'm, I'm at to go for a run this morning around the city. All the pubs, all the restaurants are barred up, locked up the whole lot, right? So certain industries are going to do fine now and working away. People working from home and all that. But people on the other side of it, on the service industry, are being screwed over left, right and centre. We are not able to make a living because, or we're scraping by to make a living. Scraping by. And at the same time, the banks have, there's no, there's no uh, break from the banks now anymore. That's gone. Oh, I know, yeah. That's I know. gone. Yeah. So now the banks want their, full, their, their, their pound of flesh. So the government didn't even initiate any programme to talk to the banks and say these people are still on the PUP. And by the way, after the six weeks, the PUP, right, you might say that, well, there's six weeks. So what happens in a hotel after six weeks? Do they suddenly just open up and all of a sudden the business just floods through the door? Mm. Or the same with a bar? They still have to work under certain guidelines and regulations and they're not still operating to the full capacity that they were before. Have a look at what's happening at Dublin Airport and the airline industry. It's probably going to be on its knees. For the oh, next it's, well, it's decimated. Dec- they're 95% down. It's decimated. Absolutely. Okay, but, okay but, getting, but getting back to the payment, Mark, and I, and I get everything you say, and I, I wouldn't disagree with a single word that you said there so far. But in relation to the pub payment, it is a payment which is costing taxpayers money, and you're still a taxpayer, Mark. So it's costing yeah, taxpayers money. It's costing money. It's costing this six weeks is going to cost 1.2 billion just on that payment alone. So, I mean, should it be checked a little bit better? In other words, should you have to sign on maybe even once a month for it? Why should we? Why should we? Who decided to stop everything? Who decided to close everything? No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying you're the, not entitled to it. it. Who were the people that wanted to go to work and then were stopped going to work? Well, I mean, okay, w- would you be pissed off if the government said, listen, Mark, you're getting a put payment, and I know you're out earning a couple of quid to top it up a little bit, but listen, once a month, can you just pop into your local intro office and just show them your driver's license to make sure you're still in the country here? Well, what, and no. and do, we ask people, do, do we ask people that are working from home? How many people, by the way... Well, well if they're working from home, they're getting paid. They, they're not on a put payment. Yeah, but how many people can work them. from home from other countries? We don't ask them that. No, but they're working. They're they're working. They're getting paid. The government are not paying them. I understand. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about people on a put payment. You're victimising the people that were put on the payments because they didn't want. It's not that they want to work. No, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not victimising anybody. All I'm saying is that there is a massive amount of fraud on it, Mark, and and people are saying, well, Donald is saying they should be, they should be have to sign on. There's a massive amount of fraud in every industry in the world, and you know that. Oh, I know. Um, I know. I know. Yeah, there would be white collar, blue collar, whatever you want to call it. There's a massive amount of fraud. But now we're having a go at the people that were thrown out of war. If you really want to have a go at certain people, should it be the people that are just taking advantage of it full time, long term? Okay, is it all right for somebody on a pub payment to head off to, say, Lanzarote or Spain or, or go home to Poland while they're out of work and get paid over here? Yeah, yeah. I am not. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at a tweet here, right? On a, we put it up on Twitter. Obviously, we put every topic up on Twitter. And yeah. somebody responded and said, "I moved to Lanzarote six weeks ago, or for six weeks, because me whole Martin uh, closed my business again. Three fifty a week over here buys you two hundred and thirty three pints." Uh, yeah. 392,000 used at the airport in September, almost 100,000 a week, over 12,000 per day. But fake news, RTE doesn't want people to know about that. And he sends a lovely picture uh, by the pool in Lanzarote. So he's gone yeah. there for six weeks on his holly bags. And hold on, Donald, he's on the line. Clive, how are you? <laughs> How's it going, Niall? Right, okay, by the way, did you just take that picture, Clive, that you put up on Twitter? 
Yeah, yeah, I can put up another one in a minute if you want. I'm no, 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 it's no, no, you don't. It's not that I don't believe you. It's beautiful. It looks, there's clear skies. It looks about yeah, 25, 30 degrees, is it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, today, today is actually meant to be the hottest day, to be 29 today. Um, okay. Like, it's, it, it's been beautiful every day, like 24, 25, but today is to be 29, so we're in a, a bit of the shade today looking out. Well, it's empty looking, by the way. Yeah, it looks like you're the only one at the pool there, by the way, can I just point out? Oh no, that, that was that was actually from about three days ago. I took one. We're we're on the main strip today, like on uh, okay. it's more because because the UK lifted their um, their quarantine ban uh, on Monday. So over here, it's uh, it's it's lovely, it's beautiful, and it's, it's getting busier. But apparently, from next week, they're expecting a truckload of English people. So okay, so Donald believes that you shouldn't be able to get the COVID payment while you're away for six weeks. That you should have to sign on to get it. That's gas. <laughs> That's gas. By the way, can I just say that everybody listening is quite jealous and quite angry. But however, ah, both at the same and, time. And, yeah. I know. And, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I was in, I went into a bar last night and I met a 70-year-old uh, Irish woman from Leash. And she said, you know what, I've just had enough of these lockdowns. And uh, she booked a week away. And she was sitting in a bar last night. And she said, I haven't been living since March. And I thought, you know what? You're my new hero of Ireland. <laughs> You're what the Irish people need. Okay, so, so the government basically closed your business in the lockdown. So you said, feck this, I'm going to Lanzarote for six weeks. Yeah, because what happened was uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm working in my business uh, for 26 years. And uh, I've never once had the government tell me I had to close. So we closed for three and a half months. And you, you know yourself, we, we don't mind back in March. Yeah because nobody knew about this, and that was grand, but the statistics are out there for everyone to check up on them. Since, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're glad to see the mortality rate is not as high as we thought it was initially. Exactly. Okay, but let, exactly. well, let, me get, let me just focus on what we're talking about, because Donal. Yes, Niall. Okay, so what do you think of Clive? He's sitting, as well, we speak, there. Clive and other people are under the impression that I agree with this lockdown, and I, I'm with him on fake news and RTE or it is great. I'm completely with him. There should be no lockdown. I completely and utterly Okay, another another debate. Okay, but and I'm not going to disagree with the two years, but another debate. What I'm saying to Clive and people like Clive, he's showing no loyalty to his country whatsoever. The payment was made to him and other people, so they put it back into this country, this domestic economy, not Lanzarote's economy, and he's doing nothing whatsoever to help his country whatsoever. And just by saying that the government, and just by saying that the government. Him. But, he, but he's enjoying himself. That's not all well, that matters. And you know, <laughs> and you know what? If I was in the situation he was in, and I could probably do that, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'd do the same thing. What? But I what have to. Can I? Can, what, I, can what, I jump in there? Can I jump what, in there? What, what, just one so second. that's, that's three fifty. Sorry, one sec. That three fifty a week. At the moment, I'm being told that three fifty a week. You can't even buy kids' clothes in Ireland. No, you so can't. You're, you're, it's nonsensical what you're saying. Yes, but, but, not, but look, I can't argue with Clive because Clive just doesn't have a conscience on this thing whatsoever. We're, we're, we're on a conscience spectrum for this thing. Clive thinks he has a suntan. Conscience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can laugh all you like. I can't buy kids' me. clothes at the moment. Sure, I, I think that's ridiculous as well. That, 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 that well, then what, where am I meant to spend the 350 a week? You, I know, you, you're telling me you, you can't spend the money on anything else. Are you, you can get 233 points over here with the 350. So that doesn't justify it. <laughs> it doesn't justify it. You can buy you can buy you can buy 24 bottles. The bottom of line the bottom line is sorry for sorry for cutting over you but the bottom line is is Go they ahead. want me to sit they want me to sit at home in the bad weather be scared to death watch RT news look out at the bad weather and on top of that be scared to death. 
So I said, no, hang on a minute. I, I'm 26 years in business. I've never been closed down once. So you should I know, let him finish, let him finish, Tony. They closed me for three and a half months. Ah, oh, my God. They opened, I opened up on 29th of June. I done every single thing they asked. Wore the mask, social distance, put up yeah, shields, yeah. screens, you name it. There's not one single solitary case in the whole of Ireland, fact, yeah. factual information, in my line of business. And then they tell me, you're closed. Not for a week or two weeks. Which doesn't you're make not sense the only anyway. one. But for you're six weeks. But for six weeks. Well, the and they one. want me to sit at home and look out at the bad weather. Vitamin D, no vitamin D in, in November and Ireland. Oh, and on top of that, and, and go outside at 8 o'clock and clap for the TikTok dancers. Sorry, I'm just going to go and sit by the pool Cla- and watch Clap all. for the TikTok dancers. Well, I think the clapping stops a long time ago, but you're, you're talking about the healthcare workers. That's a bit disrespectful to your parents' life, okay? <laughs> but not all TikTok dancers. That was a thing that was going on in the UK, and I, and I, and I disagreed with that as well at the time, by the way. But in saying, in saying that, you know, that's a bit disrespectful to most. No, I, most people, healthcare workers are hardworking people, all right? They, okay. are, they are, they are, and yeah. they deserve credit. Yeah, okay. Clive, what Clive is doing, he's using, he's dead right in what the government on this step and all that, and I totally agree with him, and I totally agree that there should be no lockdown, but he's not the only body, the only person who was put over a job. He, yeah, but, but hang on, I'm, I'm looking at the text coming in here, Donald, and most people are calling you a miserable old git, and they're saying, fair play to Clive. Uh, somebody says, Clive is a legend, I hope he's having a ball in Lanzarote. Now, I love the show, fair play to that man, Clive, in Lanzarote. Lanzarote's my favourite place. As for the other clown complaining, dope he is, Niall. I'm delighted for Clive. Ask Clive, did he check out uh, the mass? The Marston restaurant <laughs> on the strip in Porto del Carmen. Best ever. No, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, and we're talking about fraudulently claiming a payment. Now, let's be clear. Clive is not breaking the law, Donald. No fraud here. In any way, shape, or form. No. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. No, it's actually the opposite. Clive is losing more than 350 a week. Every single week. And did it for three and a half months. But the science is out there since May. In, in, in his line of work, he believes there hasn't been a case so there's no actual logical reason for him to close. Clive, just stay there for a second because Michal, before I go into the news here, I'm running for time. Michal. I'm delighted. Well, Clive wants to send you, he'll send you a postcard if you like. Ah, speak in English. He's no idea what you're saying. Well, well, he can't get too far away in time. No, you're getting away from the main point there. This is the people receiving this particular payment. Good luck to you, Tyler. I hope you're enjoying your holidays. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You should be enjoying then whether you be in the door or whether you're on this particular payment and like frig the government at this hour of my days worked on enough I'm entitled to get nothing go home sit down shut up starve to death I'm entitled to get nothing Clive you're a legend because you're getting your money good luck to you thank you very much but but, but, but do you believe uh, do you believe people should have to sign on for the payment 100% oh oh, then Clive wouldn't get it let's let's put the the bottom line Niall the bottom line is is at this stage, for most of the people in Ireland as well, it's not about, I have savings there. So if I get, if I, if I get no, not one penny for the next six weeks, or as, as you know, they showed before, this could go on for 10 weeks. If I get not one penny, that's okay. They're still offering me to throw money at me in 10 weeks' time or six weeks' time, whatever it is, to open back up the business. The Irish people at this stage are saying, listen, we've done the mass, we've done the social distance, we've done the shields. We want to work. We don't want money. We want to make our money. Do you understand? Mm. 
But it's no, the but you have it's to the agree opposite. that you should sign on. You should, let's put the, put the poll, the situation in Poland under the ash cloud there. That's well, well I remember the ash cloud, yeah. Well, that's, that, that was different. That was social welfare. That was job seekers. Welfare, yeah. Ah, no, you're not comparing like with like Hall. That was social welfare. That was job seekers. And they were meant to be available for work. No. And I agree with people, that. I agree with that. People, right, if people were made sign on every week or that, that hashtag would never ever have occurred. Five so million a week become, five million a month. It becomes then, Michal, it becomes then, right, I'm being told that I can't open my doors of my business. So it's yes. totally different now. What's, it's I'm different with someone that's sitting, sitting, that's sitting on the, on the door. He has, and Michal, he has a job. He has a business. He's just not allowed to open it. It's not his fault. So that's the point yeah. he's making. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. So am I. Nile, you're privileged. You can walk... In I'm privileged, though. That's nice. <laughs> you're just <laughs> privileged. The government told me to shut How am I privileged? <laughs> Michal, how am I privileged? You're privileged because you're getting 350. I'm walking out... I'm not getting anything. Can I, I'm not getting 350. <laughs> I'm walking out... <laughs> 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 I'm walking out... When this came, the government said... You're not oh, is, is Clive privileged? Is that what you meant? <laughs> He's privileged. He's, He's privileged. Am I? Am I? By being told... <laughs> No. <laughs> no, Clive's not privileged. Well, then, isn't Clive? I'm, I'm I, I have to go to the news. I, I should really be angry with you as a broadcaster. I should be giving it out to you. But to be honest <laughs> with you, pal, I'm actually quite jealous. Uh, I would love to be sitting there beside you, me, myself, and my partner. We'd love to be sitting there beside you in Lanzarote. <laughs> Who did you go with? Did you go with your family, Clive, or just yourself? Uh, no, my, my children are uh, all uh, 20 years of age, around that age bracket, so okay. lucky enough. Um, so I, I brought the partner away. And um, can I just say two things now before I go? Number one is uh, you're uh, one of the only people in Irish media at the moment that is talking common sense and fair play to you. It's, it's, it's brilliant to see your posts and your show and fair play to you. All right, listen, Clive, have to wrap it up. Thank you. I'm way over time. Clive, enjoy your holiday, all right?